Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is National Lutheran Schools Week, and got to enjoy fantastic music from many, many musicians yesterday. It was incredible. And you can still watch, hopefully, the uh, the video uh, if you go to KF, or Facebook, <laughs> facebook.com slash KFUORadio. Uh, you should be able to still find the Facebook Live video that we did. We shared from LCMS. From LCMS schools. Schools, yeah. Lutheran schools. So yes. National Lutheran Schools Week. It is. And uh, Pretty great. <laughs> it is. And so an educator from one of our favorite Lutheran schools. Yes. We love all the Concordias. We're extremely sure. grateful. Well, and we're <laughs> no. extremely grateful to Concordia University of Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. We are. Uh, we're also grateful to our alma mater. Concordia Chicago. It is Concordia Chicago now. Yes. When, when I, I grad, when I was there, it was Concordia Chicago. It was Concordia River Forest when I was there. It was not Concordia Addison when I was there. So I'm not that not, old. You just missed that one. I just missed that one. I'm not that old. Uh, Dr. Maurice Boyer, director of the American Conjurai and uh, professor of music at Concordia University, Chicago. Dr. Boyer, thanks so much for joining us in studio. Nice to be back. So celebrating National Lutheran Schools Week, part of celebrating National Lutheran Schools Week, we had uh four, I believe, schools here yeah. and the American Contrai here mm-hmm. for chapel yesterday and uh, sharing a, a cantata and all the school choirs joining together, 140 students Something singing, like that, yeah. I think, with, with the Contrai. Um, singing in German. This is true. The English translation was in the uh, in the bulletin, so mm-hmm. we at least had that, so that for those of us who don't know German. <laughs> you weren't uh, fluent in German. Sad day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, the, the contrary, tell us a little bit about the contrary and the, the connection with uh, the uh, Bach cantatas that that, that uh, make up a large portion of what the contrary sings. Sure. So the the contrary is a, is an ensemble, uh, both instrumental and choral, that has been in existence for quite some time now. Um, the, the origins go back into the late '60s, um, but in its most recent sort of configuration, uh, it came back together in the '90s, early '90s. And the focus has been pretty exclusively on Bach, though not solely. Uh, since I took over about um, f- six years ago now, uh, the focus has been almost uh, exclusively on the cantatas of Bach. We've done a couple of the masses, uh, the shorter masses, um, and uh, some motets, but mainly cantatas. It's a huge corpus of music that is not very well known, and that is so rich, you know, attended for the, the liturgy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just great for audiences to get to know, um, and also for the, the singers. I mean, I think it's enriching to get to, you know, get inside this music, which has so much to say. Yeah. Why is it important to keep the music of Bach alive today and to keep bringing it back in front of audiences who may not be familiar with the style of music? Sure. Well, I think there are a couple, a few things one can say about that. First of all, um, specifically in a, for a Lutheran context, um, it really connects with the heritage. Um, and, you know, we don't exist in, in a vacuum. 
none of us does. Um, and sort of knowing where we come from enables us to, to go someplace in the future in a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and certainly Bach, by, by virtue of the fact that he uses chorale tunes and, uh, uh, you know, he connects himself to the, to the greater church because a lot of these tunes precede him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he inserts himself within a tradition and passes that tradition on. So that would be one thing. Um, the other also is just that this music is such, just such tremendous depth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of u- unique. I mean, not to say that there aren't any other great pieces. You know, I mean, <laughs> my goodness knows I, I adore Mahler and, and Mozart. And, but, but there is a different dimension, I guess you might say, with Bach. Um, and uh, is, it is at once very specific and very much intended for, the, for a church setting, you know, for the liturgy. Uh, the cantatas were performed in the context of a Gottesdienst um, mm-hmm. or Vesper service. Um, and, but, um, but it also has uh, sort of maybe by, by virtue of the fact that it is so specific, it also has kind of a universal reach to it. And I think even, even non-Christians can, can, uh, can really grasp the depth of, the, of what's going on. Um, in this music, so I, I think it, uh, you know, it has just broad reach. I guess one might say. So those would be two things that I would say about the music. I also just love it. So. Well, that that is a very valid point. <laughs> Can you just talk about Bach for a while, and I'll just sit here and listen because I'm always fascinated. We keep, we keep having these story times about music this week. This, this is, is great. true. <laughs> this is this is true. Uh, tell us um, uh, about. Here's a fun question. Oh boy. <laughs> How are you like Bach? Oh boy! Oh, oh my! <laughs> How are you like Bach? How might you be different from Bach? I mean, obviously, you you with your work, you you've you not only know his music, but I mean, you know so much about him and his history as well. Well, what's your connection to Bach? Oh my goodness! Uh, well, I mean, it, my connection to, to Bach goes way back to my childhood for sure. Uh, started singing his music early on, but I'm a pianist by training, um, and so I started playing inventions and preludes and fugues, and then symfo- and symphonias, suites, all those sorts of things. By the age of three, <laughs> I, I, I well. wish. No, <laughs> no uh, but anyway, so the music was was very much a part of my. Um, my upbringing um so it's been with me for a long time um i guess uh, you know I, I it's hard to say i mean boy with such an extraordinary um musician as bach composer um uh i guess the things we may have in common is our uh faith mm-hmm. um and certainly the christocentrism of the of the bach's faith um and the desire to uh, to be good news through music. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably the biggest thing that we have in common, I would say. You know, it's definitely music that is, it's like a sermon in song. Um, mm-hmm. And um, it wants to impart uh, the gospel. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that, that's certainly what I hope my, my music making is about, even when there is no text. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope it can be, in its own unusual way, uh, still good news for people. Uh, point beyond themselves to something greater. Sure. So. so when we have you in here, we're generally only talking about Bach and the American Contribe, but it's Lutheran Schools Week this week, which means we also get to talk about Concordia, um, and you get to teach music and, and conduct uh, music groups at Concordia. Uh, what what do you enjoy about doing that, about sharing this this vast amount of, <laughs> um, of music with these students at Concordia? 
Uh, well, I, uh, w one of the things I like about the, the, the position there at Concordia is that I do a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. um, I don't always work with the, what is Scola Cantorum, which is the chapel choir, but I do every now and, and then. And I what I love about that is, again, it's, uh, it's being involved in the worship life of the school. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's for me personally, uh, it's something I love to love to do as uh, a gift to the congregation, you might say, to the school. I also, I mean, Pastor Jeff Lanninger is one of my dear, dear <laughs> friends. So I, I love to be uh, to collaborate with him. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also, I think, a, a rich thing for the students to to work on repertoire and figure out how it fits within the liturgy, even for those who are not musicians mm -hmm. to uh, uh, part participate in that kind of offering. Um, with the women's choir, it's a, a similar kind of thing, but it's, uh, um, um, you know, we, we perform less for chapel, but it's, again, as with all these, these vocal ensembles, but also the, the chamber orchestra that I work with, um, I always go for the, the spiritual core of, of music. And again, I go back to what I said a second ago, even if there is no text, uh, to me, there's always some kind of spiritual core. Now, that may sound a little nebulous, but <laughs> I, 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 there's something richer th there than, than just sort of, you know, sort of frou-frou kind of feeling it's kinds of things. Music. Uh, but just the, you know, even just the, 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 the masterful construction of a piece of music, you know, the architecture of something, just like the architecture in a church mm -hmm. is, you know, is part of the whole experience of the, of the church. Similarly in music, you know, entering into that space uh, can just open the mind, open the heart. Uh, and through those kinds of discussions, discussions uh, with the students, um, you know, it opens up all sorts of other, you know, other, you know, possibilities for dialogue and exploration. Um, and what I do love about, about being at Concordia, too, is I don't have to shy away about uh, faith matters. Mm -hmm. I can, uh, I can open up, I can share, I can, we can dialogue, we can um, just go deeply into things without uh, fear of, you know, censorship. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, and being at the university, well, you get to you get to interact with and teach many students. Uh, some who are there simply because they love music and it's a part of their education, but some um, that is their education. They want to be uh, they're going to be music educators as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. What is it that you want to instill in those music educators during their formation mm -hmm. at the university? Uh, well, the I mean, there are a number of things. I think the the the, the core, the most important thing is. Uh, is just that uh, uh, that what they're involved with, with is something uh, spiritual, something that, that uh, demands uh, integrity on their part and the integrity of preparation um, to go as deeply as they can into, into the music, to really know it, you know, that they, they can't just wing it. Uh, it's, 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 that's why I, mentioned, I said integrity, that they really need to spend the time that is demanded of them in order to be the servant that they need to be. So basically being a servant of the music in order that you might be a vessel of the music and send the music out there to, the, to whoever's in front of you, whether it's a choir, an orchestra, an audience, all of them, so that you can really be a channel. Um, so preparation, uh, so the skills that one needs for that, and uh, just uh, that it's not just about getting it right. It's not just about getting the notes in the right place and whatnot. That that is ultimately that is that's just the first step. Uh, that the what really matters is communication and communion. So.
Sure. We have just about a minute left, so yeah. this might be a big question for one minute, <laughs> and I apologize. But how have you seen uh, this setting of, of Lutheran education, uh, teaching music in, of the church, how have you seen that make a, a difference in students' lives? Well, I, I guess one might say that um, with the students, they well, they come from different kinds of backgrounds, obviously. Some mm-hmm. have a lot more, uh, you know, religious education more you know sense of how they fit into the greater church than than others but i think uh, music has uh, just a a very direct way of involving people in that in that experience mm-hmm. so it's not just a cognitive thing um i think it's easy to kind of divorce the brain and the heart uh, and I think uh, if there's if it's good music and a good text, it has the capacity to to engage both at the same time. So did that answer your question at all? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah. Dr. Maurice Boyer, director of the American Contrai and professor of music at Concordia University, Chicago. Thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. My pleasure. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. <laughs> Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.